Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 128 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And fam, we love you. You know that. We're so grateful for you, the listeners, the people who follow us on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. It's become a community. And we absolutely love uh, having conversations with you in the DMs. We love the the humor, obviously. Um, You know, You tune in every week and you've heard this before, but we have these three E's that kind of govern everything we do. We want to entertain you. That's the first E. We want to make you laugh and just remind you you're not alone. We're all getting the same stuff from our congregations. We're all trying to field a team for uh, Memorial Weekend and make sure people are accepted in Planning Center and all those good things. Secondly, we want to encourage you. We want you to be encouraged after listening to this. And thirdly, uh, we want to help equip you, and we've we're hope hopeful that we will do that today uh, through various and sundry ways that we will be talking to you about today. So I have an introduction to make today. I'm very excited about this. Um, this is a guy uh, you would recognize some of the memes that he has made and contributed to the account. He is uh, hilarious. No, no pressure, buddy. No pressure. But uh, fam, say hello to David Henry. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? What is up, my what dude? Is, not much, man. Not much. Just, just. Uh, I get to. I get the privilege to chat with uh, Mr. Probs himself. Oh, man, so. we're glad you're here today. Yes. No, this is a blast. Fam, what we're going to be doing is, uh, with this episode, uh, we are going to be sharing some resources with you because we love you. Uh, we're going to be sharing some laughs with you because we love you more. Uh, and we're going, to be sharing, we're going to be sharing part one of, of an incredible interview oh, man. Uh, that we had with, uh, with the godfather himself, Mr. Lincoln Brewster. Come on. Um, and Come Brian, on. thank you for having me, uh, on the, by the way. It's just a huge privilege to be a part of this team and... and uh, it's nothing but hilarity. So it's, well, we're glad we're glad you're here. And you might say to the listeners, "We love you, three thousand. Yes, oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. Except I don't, I don't get, uh, I don't die at the end of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> neither one of us. Yeah, God willing, neither one of us will die today. So that's awesome. <laughs> Well, let me tell you a little bit about, uh, we have the most amazing sponsor in the world, and it is Planning Center Online. And if you don't know what Planning Center is, here's the deal. Planning Center makes software that is designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry, and that's people. Planning Center is a set of online software products that you can subscribe to individually, or you can use them together as a full church management system. You can always try any product free for 30 days. And they recently launched a new uh, product called Publishing. Planning Center Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons with their congregation through the Church Center app and website. You got to check that out today at planningcenter.com. They are the best. They are the best. 
it is unquestioned. They are the best. So David, okay, let's, uh, let's paint a picture for the listeners of David Henry. Okay. Okay, so worship pastor at Fountain of Life in Burlington, New Jersey. That is correct. Uh, you don't have an accent. I expected a really heavy, like, Northeast accent. Yes. Well, I've worked very hard on my non-regional dialect. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, you would think that coming from New Jersey, um, everyone sounds like they're from, like, Jersey City or yeah, like Hoboken. Yeah. yeah. Like, you would think, like, oh, well, he just wants to be from New York. No, I, I grew up in South Jersey uh, in a gotcha. small town called Del Ran. Uh, nice, nice. We do say water instead of water. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> uh, Were you close to the water? I basically like. I probably grew up like probably 15 minutes away from like three different bridges along the nice. Delaware River. Nice, so nice. You know, very it's, nice. It's it's humble. It's it's New Jersey. Um, hey, you know, we we don't have a football team, but you know. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> Um, okay, so David, uh, we had this conversation with Jen, and we had it with Scott last mm. week. So I'm going to ask you a question here. Yes. When it comes to driving, now you're in a part of the uh, United States that maybe is known for a little more aggressive style of driving. True. Right? True. So if you were going to describe yourself as a driver, would you say that you are passive or aggressive? That is a fair question, Brian. Um, Especially now that we've divulged where I'm from, um, you would think one thing. You would think it heavily. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm probably more aggressively passive. Um, <laughs> in that, uh, I'm so passive, you're going to be offended by it. Um, no, it's like I, I think we all have that dialogue in our head, uh, and yeah, oh, with yeah. me, it probably is out loud. But thankfully. Um, <laughs> Thanks to the designers of 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 Hyundai Sonatas everywhere, and uh, and the Lord Jesus Himself, my my aggressiveness is contained, and I stay the course when it comes to driving. So I, I you wouldn't know um, unless you're my wife in in sitting shotgun. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so she knows the truth. It's kind of like the old saying that only your hairdresser knows for sure. See. So we really need to get Karen on here. Yes. Um, she, yeah. She, she is, uh, what's, uh, I believe there's a saying that behind every great man uh, is a, a woman shaking her head. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my, my first, my wife's first response to that was B. So you're great. That's what, that would, what she would say to me. <laughs> I mean, but I'll she's say definitely I'm, shaking her head. I'll say I'm average. <laughs> and then that she's the great woman, but she's still shaking her head. There um, you go. So there you go. So David, I can't help but notice that you're wearing a worship leader prob shirt today. Yes. Yes, I am. David is sporting the black My Weapon is a Melody t-shirt. Yes. How's it feel? I'll tell you what, it is it is softer than a prayer shawl, uh, Brian. <laughs> um <laughs> If uh, I I could get prayed for at an altar, and I and I'd I'd feel extremely modest in this thing. Oh, no, that's um, fantastic! No, it's so, like no. The, the shirts are amazing. Uh, the designs are amazing. Uh, I love the I love the prayer concerns line. Um, I love the uh, the the OG line as well. I, th I think I have a, a blue shirt from there. Just guys, like if you want to represent 
the podcast and everything that we stand for, which is hilarity, um, <laughs> then you need to get one of these shirts. You need to get a hoodie. You need to get a hat. Come um, on. Come I think on. there's beanies on there too. I don't. There I, are. I, I Absolutely. Can't, I can't rock a beanie. Um, I get too sweaty as it is. <laughs> And these 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 youths with their beanies on stage, like why? Uh, why? In July. <laughs> in July. Yeah, in July. Come on, dude. It's like, hot. Is I, I the heat needs to go somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> it needs an it needs a hat. It escape needs an hat. escape. So, Come right, on. escape pod. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. So uh, go over to worshipleaderprobs.com and grab yourself some merch. And David, you're coming to Experience Conference. I'm excited about this because it'll be our first time to ever meet each other in person. Yes. So we've texted, we've had group me, we've had Zoom calls, we've now recorded a podcast together. Yes. And we're going to actually meet each other face to face in September at Experience Conference. Yes. I plan on kissing the ground that you walk on. Oh my Um, gosh. Uh, I'm going to if you if you know Wayne's World, um, I'm going to reenact the the we're not worthy um, in That'll front of everyone. That'll be me, buddy. That'll be me. That'll be me, buddy. Bowing bo- down to the ground, and both of our wives will be shaking their heads. They'll be shaking their heads. That's exactly right. That <laughs> the, is exactly right. The amount the amount of humility I will exude is going to be concerning. <laughs> So concerning. But. Well, and so here's the deal, guys. You can join us. Go over to experienceconference.com. Join us. It's going to be amazing. Tons of artists, great speakers, um, tons of workshops, and it's at Walt Disney World. Yes. And I'll be there. David will be there. Pastor Scott will be there. Jen will be there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to record an episode of the Worship Leader Probs podcast with yes. a live audience. We did that yes. last week at Philo Conference, and we're going to do one at Experience Conference in September. It's going to be awesome. So make your plans now. Join us. Go over to experienceconference.com. We're going to hide microphones in the cronuts. All over. Um, so you might not be able to hear that episode from all the, from all the chewing. <laughs> The, the 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 white noise in that podcast will also be concerning. <laughs> but speaking of concerns, uh, it, we're coming up on our on our probably all of our favorite segment of the podcast, which is uh, prayer concerns. So Brian, why don't you why don't you serve up a healthy helping of prayer concerns? Well done, my man. Well, nicely, nicely set up. Okay, so fam, if you're new to the podcast, we share these things that we call prayer concerns. And here's what they are. Every church has like a connection card or some type of response device that your congregation uses to communicate with you and uh, you with them. And there's always a section that says, how can we pray for you? Occasionally, they will use that to list real live prayer requests. Hey, my mom's sick. Uh, my daughter is, you know, having surgery, whatever. Many times they use that section to let us know how they think we're doing. And sometimes they don't think we're doing that well. And uh, hilarity ensues. And so people send these in. Uh, these are actual comments that church members have either written in the chat of your live stream or use that connection card, or they've written Google or Yelp reviews. They're, they've come to tell you how, how they think you're doing. So we're going to have five of these today. So yes. let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. This is an actual complaint I got recently, and it said, 
When you clap along while leading, it throws me off. Please stop. What? <laughs> I mean, the okay, so the obvious question is, um, what kind of church is this? Because yeah, exactly. there, there are some churches that are very good at clapping. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're, but, but, but isn't it also biblical? We're supposed to... It's clapping your hands, man. We're supposed to clap the shout hands. of joy, right? You know I'm gonna be clapping my hands. Make a joyful noise. Clap your oh. exactly. It's, Make it joyful, right? All right. Number two, <sighs> prayer concern number two. A person who served on our worship team years ago recently posted a photo from a Sunday morning in the '90s and captioned it: "I miss the days when our church had real bands with real musicians." Foul. I call foul. <laughs> I call Come on, fam. That's that's a 20-yard penalty. That is, man. That's time in the box. Come on. Time in that penalty box. I appreciate the sentiment. I do. Um, I also appreciate the fact that jeans were a lot more comfortable back then (laughs) as as a worship leader. Um, Oh, I miss my relaxed fit jeans. (laughs) Dude, I do too. I miss my... I I have a pair. Uh, I don't... I don't wear them anymore, though. It's, <laughs> they they cry to me. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I miss, All right, I, number three. Here's prayer concern number three. So I'm the creative arts pastor at my church. We like to run the volume at a safe level. We have one church member who told us the sound was too loud, so we bought eight pairs of earplugs that reduce the decibel level but still allow you to hear clearly, and we gave a pair to him. Fast forward a month, and he shows up saying, all right, guys, I'm ready for you. I've got my earplugs. I'm here. Come to find out after the worship service, he approached the worship leader to again say it was too loud. She asked him, well, were you wearing the earplugs we got you? Oh, he said, I left them in my car. (sighs) (laughs) You got a problem of execution there. That's yeah. what you got. That's a, just a problem of execution. You know, you got to... It's, it's a lack of follow-through is exactly. what it is. Exactly. It's one thing to have the plugs. It's quite yet another thing to use the plugs. Yes. I, I have them. Did you use... No. <laughs> oh, was I, was I supposed yeah, to bring those? They're in my car. Yeah, I, I was supposed <laughs> to wear those, wasn't I? All right, number four. Prayer concern number four. We just added LED pars and moving, moving lights to our set oh, no. with, with the addition of haze. After the, after the service, I had someone from the congregation come up to me and say, well, I did not like that. <laughs> um, uh, so many, so, like, if, okay, if this was like a one week they weren't there, and then the next week they were. Everything is there, yeah. Like, uh. I mean, there's, there's, a, there is such a thing as whiplash, folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. Just, gotta, just be kind. Gotta to make the a elderly. gentle turn. Make a gentle turn. <laughs> We're All right, number five. Through. Number five. Prayer concern number five. This is the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup, and it says, "We had a lady call the church office and ask for her tithe check back because, quote, we didn't sing any songs she knew." Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Okay, I take back the penalty I, I dished out earlier. That's that's a flag on the play. Yeah, that's a flag that's, on the play. You don't get the, you don't get the tithe check back, fam. Gi- giving's not conditional. Um, 
I'm going to tie this much. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, it's like ordering from the extra value meal. Yes. Is I'll okay. have a Big Mac Menu, with, a, right? with a large fry. Uh, Maybe some with, nugs. With, uh, with, no, with, uh, with no lights or haze. <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. It's... Oh, fam. So those are prayer concerns. You can send those in by going to worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concern tab, or you can also DM those to us on Instagram. And they're always anonymous. We'll never share your name, and we'll never share your church's name. So thank you for sending those in. Please keep them coming. Well, recently, uh, David and I had a chance to sit down, quite honestly, with somebody we've, we have wanted to have on since the very beginning of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. So let's jump into our conversation with Lincoln Brewster. Well, the Worship Leader Probs podcast is, I've never used this word before, but we are ecstatic to have Lincoln Brewster on today. Lincoln, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. I feel like, I don't know, pressure together, like <laughs> awful. It just sucks. You guys are like, ecstatic. That's a big word, man. That's a big word. So, okay. When I was coming, I'm in my basement. My wife said to me before I came down here, you be sure you tell him about experience conference. You came to experience conference. It's probably been five years ago. And you were there on an evening. You kind of happened after this main session or at the end of the main session happened. And man, when you took off, everything in the room changed. The whole atmosphere changed. The audio changed. It was electric, literally. And she's looking at me just going bananas. And we've never forgotten it. We talk about it all the time. So we're fans, man. Thank you. Well, Tomlin was great that night. And I, I agree. <laughs> he he warmed them up for you. That's really kind of you to say. I I've had I had some really memorable experiences at Experience Conference actually. Wow. That were um, it's rare when you go uh, back to the same conference and it's quite different each time. And and I remember that conference being. I'm trying to remember that night that you were talking about. Um, there, you were, kept making fun of this. There was like some kind of Disney character on the back wall that looked like an evil dragon of some kind, and you kept re- <laughs> referencing it during your your set. It was hilarious. Good, good uh, like wall imagery. Yeah, exactly. Exactly for a worship conference, especially. We used to meet at a school uh, out here uh, before we got into our church building. Year way way back when, um, we had a giant like angry grizzly bear on the wall oh my gosh nice and, uh, that was always that was always a running joke which just no, <laughs> nothing says you know the presence of christ like like an angry grizzly an angry bear, bear. <laughs> that's awesome that's fantastic well okay so thank you for joining us you've been on i told you before we hit record you've been uh on our bucket list since we started this so thanks for taking the time so okay the last year and a half for all of us have been has been just a crazy season and living in california you're living different stuff than the rest of us probably even so how how are you doing how are you and your family how have you weathered the pandemic uh what was what happened in the last year and a half? 
I'm like off the grid. I had to borrow my friend's Wi-Fi to do this. I don't nice, keep nice. up with things. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's everybody uh, had a crazy year. I think. I mean, ex- I, there's some people I go who, who I know, like my oldest son, like had the greatest year of his life. Um, he's like an avid outdoorsman, so he was whitewater kayaking and fishing, and you know like had a actually had a really good year um but yeah i think for most people it was just um just bizarre and so weird yeah so i took i took a sabbatical from church literally two weeks before it started oh wow and so it it made it um i mean i think there's upsides and downsides to have to not having been super involved in ministry over the pandemic. Cause mm. I know so many people in ministry that it was just awful. Um, yeah. Yeah. Still is, I think some degree uh, just kind of lose, lose, you know, there's like, there's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost like every day, who are we going to make upset? You just have to choose what group. Um, yep. And yep. Uh, for sure. So on that front, it was good. The, I, I think, um, it added to a sense of feeling isolated because mm. I think mm-hmm. for some, I mean, obviously we couldn't be around each other a lot and everybody had some differing views on, on how that was supposed to play out. And it, that was an interesting experience actually with friends. Like some people didn't care. Some people like were just literally, uh, I, I knew this w- one couple that um, I was going to get together with this guy. And he literally brought like a lawn chair to my house and said, can we sit out in the driveway, like 20 feet apart? It was just the strangest thing. And I'm like, yeah, wow, I don't even know where I fit on the continuum, on the, you know, <laughs> on the curve here. Um, and uh, I'm kind of a, like, I think from touring and not wanting to get sick on the road, I'm kind of a clean freak. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. wash my hands a lot and use it. And it's funny. Everyone used to tease me and now I'm like, Oh, and now I'm a model. <laughs> <laughs> You're the we're, poster boy. Now we were just you set the our, standard. We were ahead That's of our right. time. My whole family just ahead. Of our time. Uh, That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So it's been, uh, yeah. It, I don't know. Like at times just bone crushing, you know, like I'm an extrovert. Yeah, yeah. All the extroverts are dying on the vine. All the introverts feel like they hit the lottery. <laughs> and yeah. yes, just, agreed. I, <laughs> it's like, I get to be alone. <laughs> like, yeah. um, that's right. That's right. And I, I feel like we did this thing with our family kind of every week, like biggest winners and losers of COVID. And, uh, and the running joke was, Every week, the number one winners were the dogs. <laughs> I, I had this theory that dogs actually crafted COVID like they, they mastermind it. And, yes. Like, and here's pretty, how we get them to stay home. And I'm like, exactly. It's like, I was looking at our dogs every day, just going, you're crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be in the this laundry time, room. We're, we're never gone this is and <laughs> yesterday uh we were we went out we were gone most of the day and uh and as we were getting home i, was, I looked at at uh, my wife and my youngest and i was like can you imagine if we got in the door 
and and the dogs were just sitting on the couch just where have you been <laughs> this is not the new deal man yes <laughs> not how it works we've been in the laundry room for four hours you know <laughs> so so the follow-up question then is did you find that the the longer you were away from home from the dogs the stricter pandemic guidelines got as a way to bring you home. <laughs> right. I, like, well, we'll I'm, show you. I'm no more of that. For some like hack on Pfizer or Moderna or whatever. <laughs> Again, it, it's going to be like some chihuahua in this like control center. Just really smart. Or, or a terrier of, you know, what's the smartest yes. dog breed? Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, Okay, so you made some good use of the time. You've got this new record out, Perfect Love. Um, love it, love it, love it. Thank you. Great mix of styles, Amazing. which is something I've always loved about your music. Um, what do you hope people are going to come away with after listening to this new record? Nothing. I, <laughs> I don't know why I feel goofy with you guys today. Um, <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> don't you love that when people are like, I don't know. It's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think, um, so the, the weird thing about the record was it was done a couple months before the pandemic started. Oh, wow. Mm, wow. Um, but I, it's weird lyrically. I, I, it, it's, I think it sounds like it was written during it. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, which I'm actually excited about that. I think one of the things that that speaks to is that the human condition, it, it, there's different subject matter, but there are challenges, period. You know, it's just that's, mm. that's part of life and love and relationships and, you know, ministry. It's mm, like, mm, mm. like if you're in ministry, if, if you work at a church, if you volunteer, whatever, you will get your heart broken. It will crush you at some point. And what we so that one of the things i hope when people listen to it is uh is that is a change in perspective and i grew up around you know in a really dysfunctional house environment and um you know my siblings are recovering addicts and my, my brother told me once that addiction is primarily a disease of perspective and mm. it's literally how you frame something up just how you look at it um, really can change ultimately what you do with it, you know, and your actions, which kind of determine your destiny at the end of the day. And um, so, you know, uh, gratitude's a big one of those. Just going, you know, maybe things aren't exactly how we want them to be. And you can think about how much stuff is awful, but that's, it's like too easy. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a way harder and way healthier task to go, okay, what's good. And um, so I, I hope with the music, you know, that I think it's always hope. like the, my biggest fear with making a record is that it, it will come out and people will hear it and it will accomplish nothing inside of somebody. Mm, mm. And so I, I hope with these lyrics and this message that um, number one, obviously that people would be really in touch with, um, how God views each of us. I think we all struggle with that. Like it's easier to realize, easier to believe it sometimes for me that God would pick someone else up off the ground and love on them and cherish them and not judge them and be gentle. 
it's harder for me to see that for myself. And, Hmm. um, and so there's a song on that record called let me love you, which is a really different kind of song, um, that Seth Mosley and I wrote. And it's a, it's like a God to us, God to me. Hmm. Like he's going, look, I see you and I see the mess and I see your issues and, you know, I think sometimes we think if we don't like confess it, he doesn't notice. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, he sees all of it. He knows every thought. He knows what's going on, every detail. Um, and he's just always saying, like, just let me love on you. Like, let me in and, you know, take the guard down. Um, and so, um, yeah, there's a, I think there's a lot of vulnerability. Um, which I, I, I hope people are inspired by that for two reasons. One, I hope they're encouraged by it just personally. And the other thing is I hope, I think vulnerability is critical in ministry. Um, you know, there's limits, like you don't, I think there's things that are inappropriate to say. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think people who go to church want to see leaders who, who get it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Know, through similarity. And it's one of the things we always say about Jesus, right? Like he actually suffered, mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. had pain, actually had fear. And, um, you know, aren't you glad we can, we have a Lord we can relate, you know, who knows, who's yeah, been yeah. through it. But somehow in ministry, we don't feel like that same thing would apply. Mm-hmm. And like it does apply, you know. Um, Amen. It's comforting yeah. to people to go like, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I'm in it with, you know, we're all in this. And, um, uh, and here's what's helping me, you know, mm. here's what's helping mm. me get through. So, Man, um, awesome. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. funny. You mentioned that, that track because, uh, I mean, I was listening through the album, uh, last week and, uh, I got to let me love on you. I almost, I almost skipped it because whenever, whenever I, I hear a song from God to me, um, I don't like I've I've it's it's always been a little bit of a struggle to like sit still and like actually listen through it but I I I stayed through it and I'm I'm glad I did because it actually uh it changed the environment in my car um mm-hmm. during that drive mm-hmm. so it's like oh okay like it, it was like it was that fresh reminder of God's love um mm-hmm. in a way that like it just it just translates so much better than someone telling me um, but like actually having it from God's vantage point was really cool. Yeah, um, but talking about that so track, good. I mean, there's, there's probably the worst question to ask a songwriter, but what, what is your favorite track on the, on the new record? Um, that's one of them. Um, mm. Just cause I, I don't know. I think both of both Seth and I needed to write that mm. and be reminded of that. Um, and uh, the other one for me is it's funny that there's no guitar on it. It's probably if not for Christ is, yeah. is one of my favorites. And that was, um, that was kind of crazy. That was like journal entries. And when Mitch Wong and I wrote it into a song, I had like, I read a journal entry to him over the phone and it was crazy. We were remodeling a house and I didn't have a room. Literally we were living in this little tiny one bedroom uh, area of the, yeah. of the house. And, um, so I had to go sit in the car in the driveway on the Wi-Fi. you know, we just FaceTime. he's in Melbourne. He was in Melbourne at the time and I'm here and, 
um, I, I read him this and he's like, we have to write that, you know, and we got into writing the song and I had a, a chorus, like a different chorus idea, which, which is the chorus that's on there melodically and stuff. And, um, and we start writing the verses and it was so funny. Mitch was so like, we can't change a single word that you wrote in your journal. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting. I never had done that before where it was like, uh, journal entries that weren't supposed to be seen by anybody mm. yeah. that mm. turned into song yeah. lyrics. Um, and, uh, and those were just, I was about as honest as I could be. And um, I think one of the things I like about that it made it to a song is just telling people it's okay to ask questions, you know, it's okay to mm-hmm. wonder it's, it would be a little scary if we could figure out with our little brains, the God who created the universe that doesn't comfort me. Um, yeah, absolutely. So this, absolutely. you know, um, like wondering, wondering why God loves me like he does. Like, why does he, mm. um, is, it's not a bad question. It's, it's mm. fascinating, you know, and absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. even to go like, why do I feel why do I feel um, uh, afraid sometimes when I know God's with me? Or why do I, um, you know, what's the deal? Why do I still have issues? <laughs> why do I doubt? You know? like, yeah, right. um, but it's part of the journey. And uh, it's a good, th- good thing to remember. Absolutely. Man, man, man. So I'm always fascinated when we get the chance to interview a songwriter because, man, you, you, you write these things like this was a journal entry and now you, you're going to get to hear people singing that, you know, which is just amazing to me. So CCLI at last check has you down for 168 songs. That's a lot. Is it that's really? a lot of, that's a lot of songs. And so, I okay. I, feel tired. I thought it was allergy. <laughs> so, you know, majestic, let the praises ring, love the Lord. Today is the day there's power. Let it be known more than amazing. And then you got all these new songs from perfect love. And that's just to name a few. So, um, as a songwriter, you're, you're literally like putting theology on the lips of the big C church. Yeah. How do you, how do you approach that? responsibility when you write new music? Um, that's a great question. I, that's been an evolution for me because there's things I've written in older songs that I would change, not because I think they're categorically false. It's just because I don't think it's the right way to frame up an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do believe like, you know, worship's, it massively impacts spiritual formation. And so mm-hmm. I think the theology is really important. Um, so I would say nowadays, like I'll go through lyrics with a fine tooth comb mm-hmm. over and over. Just sometimes I'll run them by friends, like pastor friends of mine. Um, years ago, there was a song on real life. Uh, I think it's the last, maybe the last song on the record or next to last called, um, um, loved by you mm. and the the chorus says i was made to be loved by you very simple chorus that was the whole lyric really and 
I just I liked the way the the song felt and the the track and um and but I I had an issue with the lyric it's like I wrote it you know and I was like yeah <laughs> is that true and then so I called a friend of mine <clears throat> he's got like a theology degree and all that stuff and so what do you think of this and his reply was well yeah that's true mm. and then he said there are other things I would say that are more true. Mm. But that is true. And, and I was okay with that. So I thought, you know, it's, it's going, as long as it's truth and it's done, I think, contextually and it, it, it works in the moment, then, yeah, it's good. But, yeah, there's some things I've heard in songs where I just go, I don't even think that's a thing. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <clears throat> like theologically, I don't know. It gets a little wacky and what I don't want people doing is like ha- having internal theological monologues trying to sort through a lyric mm-hmm. while they're in church mm-hmm. you know like, ideally you know right wouldn't right. be my goal yeah mm-hmm. it would be awkward if you're singing the song and then like mid-sentence be like oh I'm loved by wait am I <laughs> yeah <laughs> or just going like well but I thought the Bible says you know, well, in numbers, I read something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, right. And, I, um, and then I think, too, like, I think that the question needs to be is like, what are we trying to accomplish here? Mm-hmm. Why did I write this song? And, you know, I don't, it, you know, you go, well, it's in the Bible. It's quite, it's like, well, yeah, if we put a really dope melody to you will be hated by all nations for my name, <laughs> you know, and just get it. Come on, lift it up. <laughs> oh, well, just just going through Song of Solomon. You'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. You want a funny one to read? Read, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, I think it's Deuteronomy 2511. That's a mm-hmm. good one. That's a real peach. <laughs> It's Everyone like, look that up. Everyone right, look that up right, right now. Right. Make sure to look it up like in the King James, I think, is the one that's just super yes. confusing. Yeah. Yes. It's different than how we do church now. Let me just say gotcha. that. Gotcha. <laughs> Okay, so this was, and I would I would classify this conversation as epic. Yes, so epic, in fact, that we're going to have to split it and in, into two episodes because there was so much unbelievable content. And I would say, if you have listened to the podcast for any length of time, we've we've been super blessed to have some unbelievable interviews, and I have enjoyed all of them. Um, one of those that you will often hear us reference as maybe like the most surprising hmm. was our conversation with uh, Chewbacca mom, Candace yes. Payne. And we thought it would be funny, which it was, but she dropped haymakers on that, uh, that interview. And Lincoln did exactly the same thing. Yes. Um, it was, I think we talked about this where like, we were expecting Lincoln Brewster, the songwriter or the, yeah. the artist. And we yeah. got Lincoln Brewster, the pastor. Absolutely. Um, who, so like 
the songwriting and the, and the artistry and the music, that is what he does, and that's a huge part of him. Mm. But we got, we got the man of God. Yeah, and absolutely. He, I mean, he deposited some stuff that... He laid it out. <sighs> and here's what, what I can only tell you is it just gets better with part two. So you got to come back next week and hear yes. uh, part two. Fam, we are... We, Exactly. To be continued. Fam, we're so grateful for you guys, and we are so grateful. Thank you for listening. Yes, and remember, guys, uh, to hit subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google, uh, wherever. Uh, you want to hit subscribe uh, so you don't miss one. And also, uh, leave us a five-star rating. Uh, that really Absolutely. helps out with the algorithm so that so people can actually find us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Uh, just on a personal note, anything less than five stars is just Bush League, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> and you're doing, you're you're better doing than yourself that. a disservice. You're, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> just Jesus wouldn't do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are the greatest. You guys are the greatest. Thanks for following on all the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter, too. Just search the hashtag. Uh, worship leader props and hey huge huge thanks uh, to our friends at maven media productions for their help with the podcast if you your ministry your conference your church if you're looking for uh, somebody to come in and consult with you and help you with some strategies some design branding like you need a you need to develop a plan for how you're going to use social media mavenmediaproductions.com. That's who you want to hit up. They're the best in the biz. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I love those folks. They love Jesus and uh, they have been so kind uh, to help Worship Leader Probs. And uh, they're doing an amazing job. So hit mavenmediaproductions.com. And thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. We love you, fam. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for part two with Lincoln Brewster. And until next time, Deuces. Shake and bake.